Once upon a time, in Toronto, Canada, lived a young boy who had a hard time growing up. But nobody would have ever imagined that one day he would become a multi-Grammy award-winning rapper known only as Drake. But how did Drake become such a renowned rapper? And is it true that he got his start on a show back in the day called Degrassi, The Next Generation? And was it his father that introduced him to the world of hip-hop and rap? And is Drake a die-hard Harry Potter fan? And more importantly, what was his life like before fame? It's time for me to answer all these questions and more, since this is A-S-M-R. Aaron, back at it again with another daily video to help you relax. So lay back and enjoy the ride. I hope this video gets you through your day, or even better, I hope this read helps you gently fall asleep. I can't wait to get started. This is the tale of Drake. Born Aubrey Drake Graham on October 24, 1986, in Toronto, Canada, Drake grew up with music in his blood. His father, Dennis Graham, was a drummer for the legendary rock and roll star Jerry Lee Lewis. An uncle, Larry Graham, played bass for Sly and the Family Stone. Drake says that his mother, Sandy Graham, also hails from a very musical family. His grandmother babysat Aretha Franklin. Drake comes from an eclectic and unique ethnic and religious background. His father is an African-American Catholic and his mother is a white Canadian Jew. Speaking about his personal identity, Drake says, at the end of the day, I consider myself a black man because I'm more immersed in black culture than any other. Being Jewish is a kind of cool twist. It makes me unique. Drake's parents divorced when he was five years old, and he was raised by his mother in Forest Hill, an affluent and predominantly Jewish neighborhood in Toronto. He attended Jewish day school, had a bar mitzvah at age 13, and observed the Jewish high holy days with his mother. My mom has always made Hanukkah fun, Drake recalls. When I was younger, she'd get cool gifts and she'd make latkes. Despite his Jewish upbringing, Drake says he felt isolated at Forest Hill Collegiate Institute. He has said that nobody understood what it was like to be black and Jewish, but added that being different from everyone else just made me a lot stronger. Shortly afterward in 2001, Drake landed a role in the Canadian teen drama series Degrassi The Next Generation. The show followed the dramatic lives of a group of teenagers at Degrassi High School, and Drake played the part of Jimmy Brooks, sometimes dubbed Wheelchair Jimmy. A basketball star who becomes permanently wheelchair-bound when he is shot by a classmate. Drake dropped out of high school to pursue his acting career, only graduating from high school in 2012. He started on Degrassi for seven years, 2001 to 2009, earning a Young Artist Award in 2002 for Best Ensemble in the TV series, among other honors. 
The show quickly developed a devoted cult following. There are very few subtle Degrassi fans, Drake has said, propelling him to celebrity status in Canada, even while he remained relatively anonymous in the United States. While he was still appearing on Degrassi, Drake began attempting to cross over into the world of hip-hop. He released his first mixtape, Room for Improvement, in 2006, achieving modest sales of approximately 6,000 copies. He followed that with the 2007 release of another mixtape, Comeback Season, on his own October's very own imprint, later to be shortened to OVO. This included Drake's first hit single and music video, Replacement Girl, which was featured as the new drawing of the dam, BET's popular hip-hop TV show, 106 in Park. More significantly, the song contained a version of Briscoe and Flo Rida's Man of the Year, which featured Lil Wayne. Drake decided to leave Wayne's verses and hook intact while he provided the rest of the lyrics himself. This caught the attention of Jazz Prince, son of Rap-A-Lot Records founder James Prince, who decided to play Drake to Lil Wayne himself. In 2008, the producers of Degrassi overhauled the cast, eliminating Drake's character. Without his steady source of income and not yet making significant money as a rapper, Drake was on the verge of looking for a day job. I was coming to terms with the fact that I might have to work at a restaurant or something just to keep things going, he remembers. But early in 2008, he received an unexpected call from Lil Wayne, who asked him to board a flight to Houston that night to join his Carter III tour. After touring and recording a number of songs with Lil Wayne, Drake released his third mixtape, So Far Gone, in February 2009. It featured the infectious single, Best I Ever Had, which peaked at number two on Billboard's Hot 100 Singles chart. While successful, a collaboration with Wayne and Trey Songs went gold and made Rolling Stone's 25 Best Songs of 2009 list. Since then, Drake's barrage of catchy R&B-infused hip-hop songs have dominated radio airwaves. A bidding war for Drake's signature followed and in mid-2009 he inked a record deal with Lil Wayne's Young Money Entertainment. The start wasn't auspicious. He took a tumble on stage during the America's Most Wanted tour in July of the same year, tearing his anterior cruciate ligament and requiring surgery. However, it would only be onwards and upwards from then on. On June 15, 2010, Drake released his first full studio album, Thank Me Later, which debuted at number one on both American and Canadian album charts and was certified platinum. His new persona is the cocksure prince of hip-hop, last name ever, first name greatest, he brags on forever, seemed to clash with his middle-class Jewish, seemed to clash with his middle-class Jewish upbringing and a former career as a teenage soap star. Nevertheless, Drake attempted to fuse these seemingly incongruous stages of his life into one persona. On the December 2009 cover of Vibe magazine, he sported a diamond-crusted chai, a hip-hop-style shout-out to his Jewish roots. And in the presentation, he raps, Who's Drake? Where's Wheelchair Jimmy at? With Jay-Z and Kanye West both contributing to the album, the answer to Who's Drake had to be Rap Royalty. In November 2011, he released his second studio album, Take Care, which included the songs Headlines, Make Me Proud, and The Motto. The album was universally acclaimed, winning the 2013 Grammy Award for Best Rap Album, among several other honors. Greg Cott's review in the Chicago Tribune perfectly summed up Drake's unique appeal, pinpointing the difference in subject matter and soul-searching honesty that separated Drake from his peers. Drake, the melancholy hustler with a conscience, is back drunk dialing former girlfriends and mourning the ones who got away.
Although his career was flying high, Drake had a few rough patches in his personal life. He and fellow entertainer Chris Brown became rivals for the affections of singer Rihanna, and the pair's bitter feud erupted in violence during the summer of 2012 at a New York nightclub, resulting in injuries to several onlookers. Both Drake and Brown found themselves facing legal consequences for their actions. The professional basketball player, Tony Parker, a male model, and two women, all hurt in the brawl, were among those who filed suits against the performers. Brown later referred to the event during a guest appearance on a remix of Chief Keith's I Don't Like, one-on-one, -on -one, what you scared, bruh, he rapped. Around this time, Drake settled another legal matter out of court. He reached an agreement with former girlfriend Erica Lee over her contributions to the song Marvin's Room. Lee had sued Drake in 2012, seeking credit for co-writing the track. He was also sued by Rappin' for Tay and the estate of the jazz musician Jimmy Smith. Squabbles with other artists have also peppered his career, although they haven't derailed it. A verbal feud with Tyga was one thing, but he also got into a beef with rapper Meek Mill when the latter alleged that Drake was using a ghostwriter for a track they collaborated on. Drake recorded two diss tracks directly aimed at Mill, charged up and back to back in a single week in 2015. A diss war also started in 2016 with Joe Budden, while the internet rumors that always dog an artist of Drake's standing have also alleged that he's had beef with Kanye West, Jay-Z, and more. Personal obstacles never seem to sidetrack Drake for long. The 2013 song started from the bottom, from his critically acclaimed 2013 album, Nothing Was The Same, reflected his personal struggle for success. I just wanted to make it known that I did work really hard to get here, and it wasn't just a fluke and it wasn't easy by any means, he explained to MTV News. After releasing a pair of mixtapes in 2015, including a collaboration with Future, Drake followed with his fourth studio album, Muse, in the spring of 2016. The album was an instant success, debuting at number one and spending 13 non-consecutive weeks atop the Billboard charts. Among its hit singles was the sultry Hotline Bling, which earned the artist Grammy wins for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Song Performance in 2008 and sparked countless memes due to his memorable video inspired by the artist James Terrell. After the ceremony, he took swipes at the Grammys for shoehorning him into the rap category. Speaking in an interview on Apple Beats 1 the day after the awards, he said, I'm a black artist. I'm apparently a rapper, even though Hotline Bling is not a rap song. I won two awards, but I don't even want them. As his rap career moves forward, Drake hopes that his unconventional rise to hip-hop fame will continue to be an asset, not a hindrance. This whole thing is unusual at this point, he has said, so we're just rolling with the fairy tale vibe. The fairy tale vibe continued in May 2017 when Drake was the big winner at the Billboard Music Awards. He took home 13 awards including Top Artist, Top Male Artist, Top Billboard 100 Album, Top Billboard 200 Artist, and Top Hot 100 Artist breaking Adele's record for the artist with the most wins in one year. After opening 2018 with the two-song EP, Scary Hours, Drake dropped two singles, Nice For What and I'm Upset, in advance of the June release of his fifth studio album, Scorpion. He also unveiled the diss track, Duppy Freestyle, a response to rapper Pusha T's accusation that he was relying on a ghostwriter for his lyrics. The June 29 release of Scorpion did not disappoint, as it featured the artist confirming the rumors of a newborn son on March 14th, and his explanations of why he was dialing back the rancor toward Pusha T and Meek Mill on survival. 
The album featured contributions from Jay-Z and Future, as, as well as what was reported to be previously unreleased music from Michael Jackson on the track Don't Matter To Me. Scorpion shattered streaming records over its first 24 hours, with the Associated Press reporting totals of 170 million streams on Apple Music and another 132 million on Spotify. The pace continued over the next several days, making Drake the first artist to top 1 billion streams in one week with the studio release. Drake went on to claim the 2019 Best Rap Song Grammy for God's Plan, which appeared on both Scorpion and Scary Hours. Though the win was somewhat eclipsed by the controversy of being cut off during his acceptance speech, in which he downplayed the importance of being honored at the Grammys. Bearing the hatchet, Drake joined forces with Chris Brown for the top five hit, No Guidance. He then released the EP, The Best in the World Pack, featuring the dual singles of Omerta and Money in the Grave, and the compilation album, Care Package, consisting of previously unreleased songs from earlier in the decade. In late 2019, it was announced that Drake was entering the burgeoning cannabis industry by teaming with a prominent Canadian producer, Canopy Growth, to produce and distribute herbal treats in Toronto via a new venture called More Life Growth Company. A press release described the company as centered around wellness, discovery, and overall personal growth with the hope of facilitating connections and shared experiences across the globe. Drake has been romantically linked with a number of women from the entertainment industry. However, he is most known for his on-and-off relationship with the Barbadian singer Rihanna. They first met in 2005, following which he had a crush on her. They later became close and worked together a number of times. However, they apparently broke up after Rihanna rekindled her relationship with Chris Brown. In June 2012, he got involved in a fight with Chris Brown reportedly over Rihanna. Brown blamed him on social media and released a song criticizing him. Incidentally, the two later performed together in a comedic skit at the 2014 ESPY Awards, hinting at reconciliation. In 2012, a girl named Erica Lee revealed herself to be his ex-girlfriend and claimed that he used her voice on the song Marvin's Room. She filed the lawsuit seeking credits and royalties. While Drake's lawyer refuted the claims initially, they reached an out-of-court settlement in 2013. He started dating singer Jennifer Lopez in late 2016. They often post pictures together on their respective social media accounts. However, it has been reported that his attempts at getting Rihanna back has affected his relationship with Lopez. Drake often credits his father for introducing him to rap. Reportedly, his father shared a cell with a rapper named Poverty while in jail, and he used to swap lyrics with him over the phone. And so ends the tale of Grammy-winning rapper Drake, who lived happily ever after entertaining fans with his awesome rap music.